0: have more than one child, chances are you want them to be friends. Many of us parents are also siblings and we know that it's not always straightforward. So how can we encourage our children to love each other and not compete or feel ignored? These are just some of the questions that Brooklyn based music therapist Vered saw in her work with families. Vered took these questions and has created an entire album dealing with the complexities of fostering loving relationships between siblings. The album is called Songs for Sisters and Brothers and Vared joins us on the line from New York City to explain more. Hi Vared, how are
1: you? I'm great. How are you?
0: Good, thank you. Well, what are some of the common problems between siblings you've seen in your classes?
1: So my classes are with parents and babies, but they will often, it's often parents who are coming with their second baby or third baby, um, and they're talking about the, the fights that are happening, right? The older sibling feeling like they've given up on the attention, the parent feeling very guilty that they're not giving the same attention to the second um, and so even though the parents are there to be very present with their baby, the ones with more than one are really dealing with the new complexity that this baby has now brought into the dynamic. Um, it just, it changes everything.
0: And of course, you know that firsthand cause you've got three children yourself. Um, do you remember feeling that way when your second came along and then the third?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The way I usually tell parents the third is, is that with the first one, you're really wondering what happened with your identity and who are you now. Um, And you're, you're busy with that. So you're with the baby, but you're also going, who am I? And with the second baby, you're really worried about the first baby. So you're also <laughs> not as present because you're constantly worrying about that first, you know, your first baby that you've put so much focus into and now you can't focus on as much. And I found that with the third, you're
0: fully available to be there. <laughs> <laughs> fully present. And yeah, actually, it's interesting you say that because I think a lot of people, once they have their third child, they're, they've kind of been through everything and they're a bit more relaxed and they... Yeah, they say it's almost easier.
1: Right, right.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's easier to have three children than it is to have one, but still, how do they get along, your kids themselves?
1: There there was a period that was very hard for me. I guess it was when my youngest, so I have two older boys and a girl, and when my youngest girl was uh, around two, I it got unbearable for me um, because the boys would fight a lot. She was then starting to get into their legos and toys and so she was yelling and i didn't know what to do um and i started reading books on it you know i mean i know from being a therapist to uh, to empathize and to talk to them about their feelings about their anger and to to walk them through what they're going through but i i didn't you know like every parent i'm wondering do we do timeouts do we have them apologize to each other? Do we take the thing away? And so the toy away, right, or whatever it is they're fighting over. And around that time, I went to a psychologist whose name is Tova Klein, and she echoed what I had been reading, which is that the parent should really try to back off. <laughs> that was, that's how <laughs> I understood it. Basically, she said to me, you know what, just back off. And I said, but what do you mean? How, do, it, do I just let them fight? And she said, yeah. Just just let them fight, because they're not going to kill each other.
0: When I look at my kids when they fight, mm-hmm. you don't want them to hurt each other, and you want them to love each other, and you're like, if I don't step in, they, they are going to hurt each other with their words. I mean, it's, it is quite difficult to let go of that, isn't
1: it? Absolutely. It was so hard, and I was worried about the youngest, but then something pretty amazing happened. So I... I came home. There was, a, there was a long period of adjustment, um, and I also had to get my husband on board because we both had to be consistent with this. But eventually I started to say to them, you know what, if you guys want to fight, you can do it. Just do it out of my sight. Just go to your room and fight. And first they looked at me like, wait, what? We can keep hitting each other? And I said, yeah, just don't do it here. And after a minute they would look at each other and go, we don't want to fight. It stopped being interesting, basically, because what we all realized, but especially us parents, is that so much of the reason they're fighting is really over our love, right? It's, they're fighting over a thing, and it's really all about sharing, but what it really is is sharing the parent's love. If we can take the parent out of the equation, then the fighting itself is not as interesting. If the parent is there and, and is now going, you know, older ones don't do that, and younger ones say you're sorry, and da-da-da, and we're, you know, refereeing, then the fight for them is very interesting because it's really about who does this parent love more? Who does the parent find more special? The kids are constantly deep down trying to figure that out, right? But if we're going, "Mm mm-mm, I'm not part of this, this is between you guys, then it really becomes a lot less interesting.
0: That makes so much sense to me because my kids, I've often found when they go to stay at their nan and pops. My parents will always say, oh, they're such beautifully behaved children. But as soon as I walk in the door, they always start fighting. So that, that makes a lot of sense. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Vered. She's a music therapist and musician. And her latest album is called Songs for Sisters and Brothers, which I think is fabulous because I'm always looking at ways to try and help my kids uh, get along. So first of all, take yourself out of the equation. That is very simple and I love it. Um, tell me about the album album though, Vered. How have you created this album to be kind of a celebration of sisters and brothers?
1: I found about a year ago that I started to write songs about my, you know, at the first two albums, I was very fascinated by the relationship between parent and baby, because when you have a baby, it changes your life. And everything you knew about love and relationships, it just, it becomes so much more profound um, to have this this connection with a baby, and my writing, my songs just took a turn and were about that. But when I had my third child, my, my music took another turn. It was still about relationships. I think it always has been what fascinates me. But this time it was about their relationship. And so, for instance, there's the first song on there is called Gonna Be, and it's about um, really telling the eldest that there's going to be another baby. And I think it's something that parents find and are nervous about as a task. But what I'm trying to say in the song is, yes, it's going to be hard, but you're always going to be my baby. And from now on, you're going to be someone else's hero. And that's a pretty amazing thing. Um, and, and with that, Elvis, there's actually another song called Like It Once Was, which is about um, feeling or yearning for the full attention of the parent because they've now lost it. And so kind of yearning for those days like it once was, where the the lap was fully theirs. Um, and then there, there's a song from the youngest point of view, um, which is about, you know, the, the oldest being the funniest one, the personal comedian. Everything the old, eldest does is the funniest, right? Because the first laugh always happens from the oldest sibling. And there's a song about the parent feeling a little guilty, uh, called Little Bird. But actually in the song, I mean all these songs that I write, I'm, I'm watching my kids, i'm digging into my own experience as a parent. Because I think, I've always been a singer-songwriter. I write kids' music, but I, I'm not thinking to myself, okay, this is gonna be, I don't know, this is gonna make kids laugh. I kind of, but really I, I'm writing from my experience and I guess my hope with all this is that if I'm writing from a very personal place, it'll end up feeling universal for others. But so this one called Little Bird was really about um, realizing that that little one, even though we're not giving the same attention, they're actually like a little bird who who, who learned to fly on their own. And you realize they didn't need us cheering them on. They're going to fly. They, they actually fly really high and, and really um, beautifully and strong and, they just come back to the nest to
0: rest. It's kind of still a little bit sad.
1: (laughs) It's a beautiful
0: way of putting it, but it still makes me sad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So tell us, um, with this album, it evolves and grows as you play it from beginning to end, and I think you touched on that there, sort of starting with the idea that uh, another baby's coming. It's rare that you get an album these days that's a start-to-finish conceptual work. Why did you decide to do it that way?
1: It just seemed right to to approach a topic like this that I knew that there it's the kind of topic that's so complex and that needs to be approached from so many different angles and even now that the album is already pressed and coming out in a couple weeks even now I think to myself oh that one I really wanted to write about that aspect or you know I'll be laughing about something or watching my kids and think of something else so there's so many ways to talk about this topic and I just thought it would be nice for families to, to have and, and for my family to have as well this, this album that kind of because it talks it's really talking about family there's a song on there called family hug which is about the moment that where everything feels good and every you know that that little moment where like, there's so much chaos around and so many things happening but then there's that one moment where we say yes this, now everything slips away, and we're all together, and we're in this beautiful moment. And so really, I guess it's an album about about family and family dynamics and, and siblings. Um, but yeah, it seems, you know, with the music industry these days, an album is, it's a strange bird now. You know, there's not that much legitimacy for artists to make a full album. It's really more about singles and, um, you know, and people listening to one or two, three songs on Spotify or having one or two videos. So the only reason to make an album, I think, right now, as the music industry stands today, is if you're going to, if it's a body of work that needs to go together. So I guess that was part of it too.
0: You've got some pretty big music heavy hitters on this album. There's Marty Bella from They Might Be Giants, Rob Joss, the bassist from the hit Broadway musical Dear Evan Hansen, and, of course, not to forget, all three of your kids' voices appear in some form as well. How hard was it to get everyone on board, and especially your children? Were they into it?
1: Yeah, they are into it. Um, they they want to come to the mic and sing, and they often perform with me. Um, there's always the moments that they something happens and I think to myself, why, you know, why did I mix being a mom and being an artist right now? But most of the time, it's fun to have them doing it. Yeah. And I actually didn't know when I, when I recorded them for that song, Brothers and Sisters, I didn't know if they were all going to go on it or not. But it's one of those things that then we listened back, my producer and I, and we thought, you know what? This is so cute. We, just, <laughs> we need to give this whole song to them because they nailed it.
0: Oh, it's brilliant, and I love the concept of this album. I can't wait to hear it. Vered. thank you so much for your time today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: That was musician, music therapist, and psychotherapist, Vered. Her album, Songs for Sisters and Brothers, is available on iTunes from May 20, but we will be playing it exclusively on Kindling all this week as our High Five Album of the Week. If you'd like to win one of ten copies, just head to the Kindling Facebook page to enter.